Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Lots of news to get into here today. So much news. I mean, I don't think we're ever going to get through it, but we're going to try. We've got everything from the return of Samoa Joe to NXT, the Khan family talking about AW, AW running New York, Raw ratings, New Japan, Shingo, defending the title, best WWE moments on SB, the full NXT report, and so much more. But I want to start with this. Best wishes to Don West. Former TNA Impact Wrestling announcer Don West has revealed that he is battling cancer. On Monday, News Radio 560 KPQ in Washington published a letter from West explaining why his radio show is on hiatus. West wrote that he has been diagnosed with a brain lymphoma and will begin immediate treatment. West wrote that he's praying that chemotherapy will help him heal faster and that he hopes he'll get back on the radio soon. After getting off the phone with West today, Jeff Jarrett tweeted that West is in great spirits and ready to take on this challenge. He was a commentator for Impact Wrestling 2002 to 2012, serving as one of the voices of the promotion alongside Mike Tanay, known for his time as a sports collectibles pitchman on the Shop at Home Network, worked in the Impact merchandise department as well, and in 2017 returned to call Impact Slammiversary pay-per-view. Loved on West, hoping for all of the best for him. Hopefully he can get back on the radio soon. And I just wanted to get that out there at the very beginning of the show here today. If you would like to contact us, 425-780-7566 is the text message line, 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com is the email at Brian Alvarez on Twitter at SemperVivi. Not sure we'll have time to take phone calls here today, so just start texting whatever's on your mind. And we will kick everything off when we come back from the break. Mike Sempervivi joins us back in a moment. Wrestling Observer Live. Come on. 
you watch the news, be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you with the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low-Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network, mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086-800-918-4086-800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. we got a million things to get into here today. Mike, are you better today? Oh, looking, yeah. looking good already. Okay, great. Actually, been a great mood. Oh. I'm in a great mood. Well, okay, not a great mood. I'm in a great mood for me, which is a big step. A up. terrible mood for most everybody except Vinny. Pretty much, yes. Okay. Actually, why do yeah. I hire people that are so angry all the time? It's what you it. like to surround yourself with. I surround myself with peace. Did you guys watch this NXT show last night? So uh, I'm in a good mood. Samoa Joe is, in fact, he has returned. I'm gonna tell you what happened. I'm gonna tell you why I liked it so much, and then I'm gonna tell you what's wacky about it. 
So the show opens with Regal, and Regal ended the pay-per-view in tears. It's time for a change. So he comes out, and uh, you know he's talking about, I've been here a long time, and I was here from the very beginning, and he's mumbling because he's sad. I did commentary there, and then we got to do that show, and I got to sit with my nieces in my hometown and watch it, and and he's he's practically he is literally crying, his tears streaming down his face, and he's about to make his big announcement when Karrion Cross comes out, and Karrion Cross, who by the way has always been sort of like a tweener, like everyone always asks if Cross is a babyface or a heel. Well, they've decided now he's undoubtedly a heel. He's making fun of Regal. Look at you. You're crying. We all knew this was going to happen. And then suddenly Regal says, I never had a chance to to make my announcement. And uh, Samoa Joe's music hits. And the place goes nuts. All 200 people or whatever. I mean, they go crazy. I'm not even being facetious. They went crazy. So Samoa Joe comes out. And he says, Mr. Regal, I heard that you wanted to meet with me. And Regal says yes. And basically, Regal wants to give up power and give power to Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe says, Mr. Regal, absolutely not. I will not take this position. And so in the ring, they have a negotiation, basically. And the negotiation is, Joe says, I will, I stand by you, and I will be basically your muscle to make sure that none of this craziness happens. And Regal says, well, if you want to do that, you can, but you cannot be a wrestler, which tells me that he still cannot get cleared. You will not be a wrestler, and you cannot lay your hands on anybody unless provoked. And Karrion Cross's eyes get wide when he hears that, and, and essentially they leave the ring, and Samoa Joe is now the, uh, the enforcer. For William Regal, William Regal is still the the GM of NXT. What I really liked about oh, I mean, a million things I liked about it, but what I really liked about it when thinking about it later was, it is the biggest trope in all of wrestling. And usually, it's I am here to apologize. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I didn't beat you up earlier. And it's like oh, I've only heard that sixty five thousand times. So Regal's out here crying. And what you're expecting is that he's going to resign his position. It doesn't end up being a swerve. It's not like he's crying and then he goes, Samoa Joe, we will now join together to make sure none of these miscreants brawl backstage anymore. No, he was crying because in storyline, he actually was going to rescind power. But Joe would not take the job. And thus, they ended up with the two of them together, as if somebody texted me, the best uh, buddy cop duo ever. Now, I loved it. I loved the role for Samoa Joe. He brought life to the show. There was only two things, two things that uh, I don't want to say I didn't like, but there were two things that gave me pause. One of them was, in order for Joe to prove his role, there's a, there's a pull apart almost immediately with Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. And uh, Joe goes, hey, guys, knock it off. And in the middle of this brawl, Adam Cole pushes Joe. And so Joe just chokes his bloke out dead. Adam Cole's lying on the ground in a heap. And I was like, I understand that you need to to uh, show us what Joe is capable of doing. But did you have to treat Adam Cole like such a geek? 
Well, and then they announce this big match between him and uh, Kyle O'Reilly at Great American Bash. I'm like, oh, great. Like, I already saw him do a blow-off. And then Joe just choked this geek out like a geek. And then you oh. announce this big match. I, I Like, there's a million guys. You could have choked out both of Everrise at the same time. I mean, there's a hundred guys that guy could have choked out to show me that that's his role. He didn't have to go right to the top and make Adam Cole look like a dork. That was number one. And then the other thing that was kind of wacky is, like, throughout the show, there's, like, one brawl after another. Like, the whole reason that Joe was supposed to be there was to keep these geeks from brawling and getting out of control. Every five minutes there's a brawl. And Regal's still furiously trying to pull people apart. He's sweating. I'm like, this is why the guy quit. And then, like, an hour and 40 minutes in the show, they go to, I think it's Mackenzie, and she goes, Regal, seems like things have calmed down a lot since Joe came aboard. And I'm like, they have? It's worse. Now you have the same brawls, but now Joe's killing people in the middle of the brawls. So anyway, I like what they did. I don't want to complain about it because I love Joe in the role. But it was funny that, like, the story they're telling is Joe is here because there have been too many brawls. And then they hire the guy, and there's like twice as many brawls immediately afterwards. These wrestlers not very smart. Well, the landscape has changed, you know? So we're okay. Now maybe Mr. Regal is, is a little bit more okay with these brawls taking place since he's not the only one trying to break him up with this lame-ass security that they obviously have. Those guys can't do anything. That's what leads to all of these brawls. They don't have that place sectioned off very well. They have people way too close to each other who may be fighting. I mean, look at the the women on the way to the ring, Ember and Shotzi. Like, they're, like, right by Gorilla, like, screaming and trying to start a fight with uh, with uh, uh, Raquel and, and Dakota. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot of holes you could punch through as to what is going on in that place. And I understand what you're saying about Cole, but I think to get it across right away, I think it's okay because it's Adam Cole. And because it's Samoa Joe. And now I definitely want to see him choke out both members of Everrise at the same time. That I would love to see. But I think, I don't want to say Cole is bulletproof, but I think in this particular case, if you wanted to make sure uh, Joe is here and Joe is going to put hands on everyone and kill everyone at the behest of Stephen Regal or with William Regal, this is what we're going to do. So I, I was completely fine with that. And they did a couple of tired things that are usually tired, you know, the 15-minute opening to begin the show. We had in the next match, we had a small package, and then we had that pull-apart, all things that we see a zillion times on wrestling shows, especially in WWE, and I thought they all worked. I thought last night was a really good show on a lot of levels, and I've been talking for God knows how long here about what can they do to provide some spark for NXT. They got some, and they obviously still need wrestlers, too. They still need storylines that are going to be able to catch on. But the presence of Samoa Joe now makes the show, at least the way he's been positioned, now it makes the show, I don't want to say a little bit more must-see, but I think people that may wait and watch it on the DVR or may blow it off, maybe watch something else, maybe they want to do see what happens live because Joe may be doing something or killing somebody or... Again, it just felt like it got a, a, a real injection of, of energy last night and a big name and a star, and a real star in Samoa Joe having his presence there. This guy here goes, Everizer faces. Well, what? Well, last night. In what night universe they were. are. When? Oh, because well, they got their house broken? Yes, because uh, of. Yeah, of to me, the other guys were the baby faces for breaking that house. Well, that's. Dude, yeah, well, yeah, these two look, guys threaten to fight women on the show every week. <laughs> 
Her and baby lose. faces. They would lose too. And look how red uh, was it? Martell is that the Matt Martell? Is that the guy I'm who's always sure. lit up and red? The short guy. Like again, both of those guys getting choked out by anybody at the same time would actually be hilarious. This person also says a well-behaved NXT wouldn't be fun. Well, it, I'm not saying it needs to be well-behaved, but my point is: Have you ever read the Three Bears? Like, there's a middle ground here. There's there's a well-behaved NXT where nothing ever happens. And then there's the the NXT where they're trying to be dynamite, and there's a brawl in literally every single segment on the show. I'd be cool with a balance. I know what you're saying, but right now, they need some hot porridge, okay? They got too much cold porridge going on there. So, yes, there's a middle ground, but we got to get some hot food on the table first. Yeah, it's called L.A. Night and and, uh, Ted DiBiase and Cameron Grimes, which was awesome. And I hope you come back after promo and apologize. No. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771-800-410-4771-800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? 
He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. L.A. Knight was doing his, his presentation last night of the Million Dollar Belt, and Ted DiBiase came out, and had Knight. Knight actually did exactly what I was talking about earlier in the show. The tearful, real-voice promo about how much DiBiase meant to him in this belt and everything like that. And, of course, it was all a swerve. He gets the belt on, and then he says, It's time to drop everything I don't need. And he throws a right hand, and Ted DiBiase, who retired... Decades ago because of a bad neck. This dude took the bump of a lifetime. Huge bump. L.A. Knight starts landing the punches and stomping him. The fans were angry about this. And then Cameron Grimes hits the ring and does the greatest comeback you ever saw. He's going nuts. He clotheslines this dude over the top rope. The place is going crazy. He goes over to make sure that Ted DiBiase's okay. Cuts a babyface promo. Bro, Get out of here, Mike. This was awesome. I'm going to give this you one. This storyline is right, awesome. Look, I'm, it's not awesome. And L.A. Knight took forever Bro. to get where they were going, so they telegraphed it from a mile away. You knew something was going to happen. Although, Ted DiBiase jumping up in the air, taking the flat back like he did, and then getting stomped. That was the other thing. L.A. Knight continued to ramble. And then he went back for the stomping until uh, Cameron Grimes went out. I'm going to give you this one. I still think Cameron Grimes should be a lot more serious and a lot more in the mix of major titles. But there does need to be a mid-card. There does need to be popular figures who are not in the title picture. And this is going to bother a lot of people who only look at the wackiness of it and maybe don't understand the point I'm trying to make here. But Trevor Lee grew up in North Carolina, right? I know he's not exactly of my age group or anything, but boogie woogie man Jimmy Valiant in a way where not with some of the wackiness, but he's got a a healthy dose of it himself, but a guy that's going to pop the fans when he runs out there, he's not going to be in any title pictures. He's going to be involved in feuds with guys like LA Knight, who are, it's not like he's awful in the ring, but I mean, big difference between those two. So he can take a guy like that and ride with him. He can take a guy who's good in the ring, who doesn't have much personality, be extra Cameron Grimes and be successful with it. So, again, my personal tastes are they are missing the boat at a time where I would like to see him higher up. But there was always a place for Jimmy Valiant. I think people today maybe don't have any idea how much he was over. I know I didn't really get it at the time being a kid. He was just too wacky for me. But as I watched you know, his career and I saw what he was and what he meant to fans, he can absolutely, Cameron Grimes could absolutely fill that position. He's going to have to with L.A. Knight because... You're comparing Cameron Grimes to Jimmy Valiant. Yes. I want to make this clear. For, for the reasons that I mentioned, which I think are valid and make sense, they're not exactly, it's not a one-to-one comparison, but when you got these other guys, when you have Karrion Cross on the top of the card and you're using, let's be honest here, 
Trevor Lee, uh, Cameron Grimes is he's being played lesser than his level in the ring by far. But with that said, his personality is such that it's so overwhelming, especially compared to almost everybody else. I mean, compared to Kyle O'Reilly, compared to some of the stars that they have, he's got such a big personality that that can carry him. Now, granted, he's a hell of a lot better worker than Jimmy Valiant ever was, ever thought to be or anything like that. But he's got that. He had that same vibe last night where he was coming out. and Because I don't consider the million-dollar belt prestigious, and I don't consider this feud, you know, very high-end. But the way he took it and the way the fans reacted to him, I mean, L.A. Knight might as well have been Paul Jones. Yeah, that's the point. Number one Paul Jones. The million-dollar belt is being reintroduced, so it's their job to make it meaningful. But I don't think they will. This is – here's your options, okay? Your options are A, we have a storyline which is the best thing that Cameron Grimes and the best thing that Eli Drake or L.A. Knight or whatever his goofy name is. It's the best thing either of them have ever done in NXT – or the flip side is Cameron got, Grimes got pushed into that uh, five-way main event on Sunday and got stacked like cordwood with all of the other you dorks. love you some cordwood right now. That's you what's just... happening on both brands. Jeez. Literally, Roman Reigns actually legitimately... He did, he did, wait a second. Roman legitimately in, stacked people on top to of each other. five-way. You he said you wanted it to be, be a main event or up there in the title picture. Yes. Uh, the five Brought main eventers in the title, title picture. picture. For the they open... Are... For the... Yes. At some point, maybe... Kushida's in a title picture. You want Cameron Grimes to be a cruiserweight? I'm just saying. There's other titles out there. Yeah, the million-dollar title. That's the most over title with me in the whole promotion right now. uh, Good. It's over with you. Look, last night, they did do a really good job. I just still don't think that this is going to have any legs. And, again, if you love L.A. Knight that much... Because you got to consider him part of this equation that they're going to go on for for a while. So I know you've been wanting this chase. You have predicted this chase. And you think it's going to be glorious and wonderful. I don't know if it will be or not. It is. One thing I know for sure It is, is right now. I'm not even not waiting right for tomorrow. Now. It is. Bro, you're telling now. me you didn't like that angle last night? It that was, was the okay. best thing either guy has done in their entire NXT career. Tell me a better thing Cameron Grimes has done. Tell me a better thing that LA Knight has done in their NXT career. Nothing. LA Knight, nobody, unless it was losing to Bronson Reed. I was completely fine with that. When it comes to Cameron Grimes, I'd have to go back and check the the registry on him to see everything he's done. But, I mean, I'm surprised you like that more than some of the vignettes and him winning this money in the first place. Well, I like the vignettes, but at the end of the day, a vignette is a vignette. Where is it going? I ask this question all the time. That twist they had last night and Cameron Grimes going full babyface. They telegraphed that from so long. The twist was But the twist is the story that he turned. Turned on the guy that gave him the belt, which uh. led to Cameron Grimes doing a full-fledged babyface turn. Because the fact of the matter is, if you listen to the Grimes promos, Grimes was originally supposed to be a heel. But the guy is so entertaining <laughs> that it was abundantly clear that nobody was going to buy this guy as a heel. He was the most over babyface on the whole TakeOver show when he came out for that ladder match. And so they pulled the trigger on full babyface, and it's the best thing that he has done since he showed up here. There have been many times in pro wrestling where they have, knowing somebody was going to be a better babyface or heel, they have tried to start him in one way to see what the reaction would be and then go along with their plan. But if there was anybody out there that honestly believed that people would not gravitate towards Cameron Grimes, those were the people that thought the New Day would really be heels and not realize that they wouldn't be heels for long, and it would just turn itself right around in that direction, which 
I, to me, is like with Cameron Grimes, I at no point, I mean, even when he was trying to be a super heel, there were still people you can't, you can't help but be gravitated towards him in a lot of ways. It's a unique look. He's got a unique style. He's got a, a ton of charisma. There's all that. I mean, it's hard to take your eyes off of him. I just wish we could take, put our eyes on him in more of a title picture. That's not the million-dollar belt. That's not a real belt. This bloke here on the chat goes, it wasn't a twist because I saw it coming. Bro, that doesn't make it not a twist. Million Dollar Man chose this guy to be his hand-picked successor because he won the thing and the guy turned on him. Whether you saw it coming or not, it's still a twist. Let's talk about some news here. AW holding their first stadium show this September in New York. Oh, did I hear some people angry about that. How dare they come into our market oh, God. here in 2021. It'll be the first ever wrestling event to take place from this Arthur Ashe Stadium. Yeah, bury the lead there. That's the thing. Forget about the fact they're running in New York. When I saw they were running Queens, it's like, okay, where's Ridgewood Gardens still open? Like, I'm trying to think of a minor league baseball no, stadium. Arthur Ashe Stadium. U.S. Open, the, the big tennis stadium. Never had wrestling there before, so... It's good to have connections, that's for sure. It, it is a very it is very unique, and I'll tell you this. It looks it's gonna look really cool. I don't know what the acoustics are gonna be like. There are planes that fly to LaGuardia that go right over that stadium. That's gonna be there is it is certainly a unique venue, that's for sure. AEW has got the lead in that when it comes to unique spots. All right, so they have uh, twenty four thousand available seats. They will sell seventeen thousand tickets for the sale. It's going to be called Dynamite Grand Slam. Isn't that a baseball term? Shouldn't they call yes. it like the... Well, uh, no, that's tennis, too. It's Grand Slam four. Love. It's anything four, dude. Golf. Or Dynamite anything. Love. You, Isn't it like love? Isn't that something in tennis? Love yes. eight or something like that? Yeah, that's it. You get a zero. I remember there. that that's from Charlie means. Brown. Anyway. Love, 30 love. Tickets go on sale July 16th. AW will be in Newark, New Jersey, September 15th. Rochester, New York on September 29th. Two dates that were moved due to the pandemic. And Chris Jericho uh, said it would be one of the biggest shows in history. One of the reasons AEW has done so well is we're different from WWE. That's obvious. We do things differently than the way they do. They're a huge, successful company, especially in the New York market. A WWE stronghold. But there are a lot of people who are excited to see things done a bit differently I think one of the reasons why we're making our debut in New York City in a stadium WWE's never been in. I'm sure we could have gone to the Garden or the Barclays Center, but those do have a WWE brush on them. Let's go somewhere else. Make it our New York Market Arena, Arthur Ashe Stadium. That will now become an AEW stronghold in the middle of New York, which is a McMahon country. There you go. Hell in a Cell edition of uh, the Go Home Show, edition of Raw. 1.742 million viewers. I saw people celebrating this on Twitter. I was like, wow, 1.74 million viewers is celebratory now. 6.2% up from last week. Best number since May 17. 0.49, 18-49. The most recent SmackDown in 18-49. SmackDown actually did worse than Raw in 18-49, even though SmackDown is on network TV. That's what happens until these playoffs and everything are over. Year over year, however, and this is going head-to-head with a pandemic last year, Raw was down 10% in viewers and 7.6% in 18 to 49. And uh, they had NBA competition on Monday. So there you go. Back in a moment with New Japan and more Wrestling Observer Live.
Sheila, we need to set up Johnson's quarterly review. Janowski Investments keeps portfolios profitable, but a double client base calls for double the advisors. Hello. Hi, Janet. I'm so sorry. Pulling up your portfolio right now. Give me a sec. Indeed can help them hire the people they need. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Ron Barr here. Now that people are getting out and exercising more, I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor helps those exercise-related pains and general muscle aches and pains. Now, if you're going to be working in the garden, you're going to be using your hands a lot. And if your hands hurt, listen to what Julia Brown had to say about using Relief Factor. I had pain in my hands that kept me from work and doing projects around the home. I heard about Relief Factor on the radio and began taking it, and it left me with pain-free hands again. I was able to do the things around the house that I enjoy doing. I'm so glad I found Relief Factor. 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Be sure to check out Relief Factor at relieffactor.com or give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra if we're over 50 we need it but not at high prices call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99 800-399-3691 that's 800-399-3691 it's baseball season and you're ready to go all out So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Where'd it go? What? Twitch homie Goody had a point here I wanted to bring up. and Did it get deleted? What happened here? Anyway, somebody was asking like, uh... oh, here it is. NBA ratings is actually from Rome is chilling. NBA ratings improved when arenas started letting fans back in. I'm wondering if the same will happen to WWE and AEW. 
Well, I can tell you this, everybody. That's why sometimes I think people are kind of crazy. Go listen to the prediction show that we do at the beginning of every year and see how accurate everybody is in their predictions. Extremely inaccurate. Because it's very hard to see the future. Unless you're me, because I'm in the lead for the prediction contest this year, which I will not let people forget. But anyway, my gut is that, yes, when WWE and AEW start running full buildings, the numbers are going to go up. Why do I say that? Well, I don't believe that this number was all that large, but I do remember that when the pandemic started and WWE was running empty arena shows, I heard from fans that said, I am not watching until fans come back. And I thought, come on. First off, we don't know how long it's going to be. And you're telling me you're not going to watch wrestling unless there's fans there? Well, then I watch a bunch of empty arena shows, and it's like, these are horrible. So, I don't know if you guys remember or not, but eventually WWE opened up the Thunderdome. Hopefully you remember, because it was not that long ago. And they're still in it. So they opened up the Thunderdome, and they put all these screens up, and it stopped looking empty, even though it was still empty. It seemed like there were people there enjoying the show as it was going on. And what happened was, the ratings did in fact go up with the Thunderdome. Because it is more fun watching a show with people there than with nobody in the building. But it wasn't real people. And after a while, you're watching the Thunderdome. And I do believe that when they start opening up their buildings to fans, and fans are there... And they're going crazy, and they're doing their goofy chants, and they're booing Alexa Bliss and all this other stuff. I do believe that the numbers are going to go up. Now, then football is going to come, and they're going to go back down again. Happens every year. But I do think that the return of fans will help all companies. That's it my will. belief. I, it will a little bit, but you saw how the numbers were falling for God knows how long with fans there. So... What do they ricochet back up to or whatever they do? Are they going to be able to hold on to it and build from it? You know, we'll see. The product on TV is still what absolutely matters there. But I will send a shout out to Eddie. Eddie is, I, I know this is going to kill him once the Thunderdome ends. At least they're going to be coming around his town. He'll get to go to a live show. But there are going to be people who were in the Thunderdome every single week who got their little, because there were a bunch of them who, it became their thing on Monday and Friday. So for as much as people want to make fun of it, you know, that's the one part of wrestling and going to wrestling shows are meeting people and connecting with people and hanging out and making something yours. I mean, that's usually how independent promotions start to take off. People in, you know, Chicago with AEW or in the Pacific Northwest with Defy, you saw with Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Now, granted, you have to have the talent and things like that there, but when it comes to the fans... A lot of it is about the camaraderie and getting together and hanging out and doing something. So I know this is going to be a maligned era. I know there's people that are going to make fun of the Thunderdome and all that sort of stuff and this whole pandemic and everything that we had to deal with with it. But there's going to be a lot of people that, for them, I'm actually uh, sad a little bit that it's going to be coming to an end for them. I don't even want to get into this one. All right, so we've also got a couple of other notes here. Did you get into what? My comments? Or did no, you have some comments? other guy over there. Not always going to react to these dorks. All right, so WWE, uh, the ESPYs 2021. I saw a headline, and I was just, oh, man, I was ready. But then I read the article. Because when you see a headline, everybody, it helps to read the article before you lose your mind. Just a helpful tip. 
The best WWE moment category is returning to the ESPYs in 2021. And the WWE Universe will have their say in the winner. So when I saw the headline, I thought, man, I can't wait to see what WWE's decided. Because if you ever watch the Slammies, they always have like best WWE moment. And it's usually Alexa Bliss has goo coming out of her head. You're like, you saw that as a best moment? But actually, the list of best moments, I don't have much of a problem with it. Uh, so here are the options. Dominic makes his in-ring debut with his father in his corner. That was a nice moment. Roman Reigns returns to SmackDown and aligns with, aligns with Paul Heyman. Well, it was good to see Roman back. Pat McAfee, uh, McAfee confronts and punts Adam Cole. Actually, I think the better moment was when they had a match, which was awesome, but that's just me. Goldberg returns to challenge Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Which, by the way, Mike, uh, Drew won in about three minutes at the Royal Rumble. Somebody wanted me to tell you that, because you discussed it a few days ago. Mm. Keith Lee breaks Adam Cole's record 403-day reign as NXT champion. That was a great moment at the time. Can't say the follow-up was any good. Sasha and Bianca become the first black women to battle in a WrestleMania main event. <laughs> as I was reading it, as I was reading it, I thought it said Sasha Banks and Bailey, and I was completely confused. But in fact, it is Sasha and Bianca. The first black women? Well, no, I was confused because they put black in there, and I thought they were talking about Sasha and Bailey, and I couldn't figure out what was going on. But in fact, it was Sasha and Bianca. Edge wins the 2021 Men's Royal Rumble and becomes the third person ever to win from the number one spot. Kevin Owens stuns Logan Paul at WrestleMania. <laughs> By the way, these are all matches. I, I screwed it all up, but like you vote on... One or the other. And then I guess there's like a tournament or something like that. Match five, Sasha wins the SmackDown women's title at Hell in a Cell. Randy Orton sets the Fiend on fire at TLC. They'd have one in there. One of the best moments. It was moments. a moment. Undertaker celebrates his 30th anniversary and gives his final farewell. Bobby Lashley wins the WWE title for the first time. Uh, Bailey turns on Sasha. Bad Bunny teams with Damian Priest and unveils a Bunny Destroyer. And finally, Bianca wins the Women's Royal Rumble, sets a record for longest time spent in the match. And yes, The Miz cashes in Money in the Bank. Also considered by WWE a great moment in sports. It was mm. not. It, it No, no, it wasn't. All right, we got New Japan. They have announced that the Tokyo Dome is being rescheduled. For July 25th, the Wrestle Grand Slam in the Tokyo Dome. July 25th, Shingo versus Kota Ibushi is the main event of the show. And the May 29th show, which got canceled, was supposed to be the Will Ospreay Okada match, but Will Ospreay uh, retired. Or he didn't retire, he, uh, he vacated the title. And thus it ended up being Okada versus Shingo. Shingo beat Okada. So now we get Shingo Ibushi. July 25th at the Tokyo Dome. And uh, I think that's all they've announced thus far. That's probably all they can announce so yes, far. Yes, they Just have. sit there and pray that 
nothing happens to anybody or to anyone. The, the, it just everything about the COVID situation. And, you know, we're barreling towards the Olympics, and it looks like the Olympics are going to happen no matter what. But, you know, the rates of vaccination are still the same. We've still had people getting sick. So you just have to, I guess, cross your fingers and hope everything works out okay, not only for – you know, the people involved, but just the environment, because it could be, again, one of those things outside their control that ends up putting a stop to this. But at least on paper, you know, that's a hell of a match, obviously. Kota and Shingo, you know, it's going to deliver in the ring. So just hope we get there. By the way, if you uh, miss old Will Ospreay, if I got a match for you, it is uh, Kushida versus Trey Baxter, as uh, the former Blake Christian decided he was going to do a tribute match, I guess, to Will Ospreay as he stole 95% of his moves for the match with uh, Kushida. So stole. Very much if you want to see, like, a, a Kenny Omega tribute match, you can watch Buddy Murphy. Oh. You can! He stole all of his spots. Stole? This is pro wrestling. I thought there, there was no stealing. It's well, in pro wrestling, Mike. Thought, reinvented. Listen, here, here's the deal. I stole from a million guys, but that's the key. You, stole, you steal from a million guys. Some people, it's like, they only <laughs> steal from one guy. And it's like, I watched that guy. You be a different guy. If anybody went to the indies in the 90s, you saw Shawn Michaels. To this day, I think maybe, but definitely back then, you saw a lot of people that played out Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels matches, and, and especially a whole lot of Shawn Michaels cosplay when it came to being in the ring and doing entire Shawn Michaels matches. So I understand. All right, let's see what we got in this, uh, this mailbag here. Mailbag. Wait, Brian at WrestlingObserver.com or text messages. Don't send it to the mailbag unless you want Dave to answer it because I'm not looking in the mailbag right now. I have, a, I have a device here with all of the different things in different places. Are you okay? This person says, it finally hit me. When EO said last night that she was back, I groaned. I think she's great. Hopefully this team will help elevate Zoe Stark some more. But EO needs to go to SmackDown or something. That way Carmella and Liv can stop wrestling each other every week. Here's the thing. So there's two things about this. One, I agree 100%. Io Shirai has just returned, and she is entering into her third feud. Her third feud with the Pixie, whatever her gimmick name is, Candice LeRae. Third feud. They feuded three times in their time together in NXT, okay? That's number one. And number two... When she's getting beaten down and Zoe Stark comes out to make the save, I was like, bro, why was Zoe Stark put in that geek tag team last week with uh, Zeta Ray Mir? And they just went in there and did a job and Zeta got pinned and Zoe's just another woman on the roster. Remember, I mentioned that last week. I was like, why is Zoe here? And then their follow-up is, oh, well, now she's going to come out and she's going to team with Io Shirai. Can you look one week in the future before you book these matches? So anyway, at least they're doing something with her. So was she feuding with Tony Storm, though? Did they have a finish to what was going on with them? Or do you think that's Zoe beat point? her in the end. Or no, uh, okay. uh, Tony Storm beat her in the Tony end. Tony Storm beat I her, think. okay. So, well, look, I mean, it's, it's six of one, half a dozen of the other. If EO goes to the main roster... You think about all of these possibilities of her and Bianca and her and this person, her and Charlotte. Da, da. 
But then you see in execution what usually happens with a lot of these feuds. It was like impossible to mess up Bailey and Bianca off the bat. I, they did. You know, they've messed up a lot right off the bat. I, I cringe and I have worry about her going up there. But with that said, you know, if she stays in NXT, she can't help develop people. She can't help bring people along. They definitely need to do more than just, you know, her and Candice and falling back to that over and over again. But putting her in a tag team with Zoe, who they obviously look at as being a star. They think there's something special about her. She's been special in a way from day one. Because of that, you might as well hook her to one of the best women in wrestling, you know, women's wrestling over the last decade or so, however long it's been, and help her along. Because if you're not going to put her up on the main roster and she's not going to be in the title picture, that's the best thing Io Shirai can do. Don't know if you watched or catch the show, this person said, but I saw a clip on YouTube where you were confused. I was not confused about the Raw booking. Back in a moment, Observer Live. save money on your next flight then pick up the phone and call that's right call because the best prices are not online they're with smartfares see smartfares has special deals with the airlines when they have unsold seats they use smartfares to fill them so you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices our prices are too low to publish online with the extra money you'll save you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping so stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. 
and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800 403 5912. 800 403 5912. That's 800 403 5912. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting when they bring fans back. Bro, I hope they got a plan when they bring those fans back to keep them. Yeah. A well, plan. Thunderdome was a, Thunderdome was a good idea. I don't I, I still It was well, a great idea. I, I you know, and I think they there are a lot of people I think it's gonna be a really underrated part of all of this is the the thought that they put into that and how it ended up and it looked it looked like something else. Now again, them having a plan for anything, um how well do plans usually play out when it comes to WWE? Let me let me and say the fans this fans are gonna Good. I just want to say this quickly to Eddie, because Eddie's sad. Eddie loves the Thunderdome. He does. Because he's there every week. But Eddie, bro, that's you, okay? For the rest of us, yes, I love the Thunderdome if you want to compare it to when no fans are there, okay? But with that said, I want real fans back. Because the Thunderdome has allowed for magic and voodoo and and people who just like are totally not going to be over being having a button pushed so that they pretend like they're over and, and not learning from bad things because there's no fans to keep them straight i cannot wait i cannot wait for fans to be back and allowed to boo and cheer what they would like or sit on their hands which is one of the big problems with wwe a lot of times people just sit on their hands so they've done all those things except for pushing the button so all those things that they've been doing They'll be ridiculous on live TV as well, too. So I don't know how much hope you can really have. WVL82 here puts it much more succinctly than we did. Thunderdome has enabled WWE's worst instincts. Yes. But, Eddie, I feel for you. Seven weeks left, brother. Make the most of it. We're out of time. Well, thank you all for listening. Mike, as always, callers and listeners. Everybody in the studio, Twitch homies, we'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.